Mac, how are you doing this morning or this afternoon? Happy holidays. Thanks. I'm doing good. How about you guys? Doing okay. Doing great, Mac. Uh, Got to ask you, what was it like watching that film this morning when you came into the facility? Yeah, I think it's just like every other week. We try to learn from it and um, just see what we can do better and then imp- improve the next week. But obviously we didn't play, and I didn't play the way that we wanted, so there's a lot of things to improve on, and um, you know, all we can do is be ready for practice and try and make those improvements. So I want to ask you, Mac, when, when I say something dumb on the radio or I write a bad article, the last thing I want to do is relive it. I just want to bury it and move on. I like the, the you know, I want to listen to my good comments all day. And I just, if I do something bad, I don't want to relive it. How do you handle uh, watching film and studying after a loss or some bad plays? Do you want to watch those plays the most because you want to learn from them? Or do you want to just like watch it once and get it past you? How do you handle film of bad plays and, and, you know, days after a loss. Yeah, I think, you know, anybody that's a competitor you know, wants it to be, you know, great. But at the same time, part of being a good competitor is learning from what you didn't do well. And there's a lot of guys on our team um, that do that really well, and they just learn, and that's why they've played football, you know, for multiple years in the NFL. And that's something that, you know, I want to be able to do is just learn from any little thing that I can even if it doesn't have to do with what I did or how I, how I could help in any way. And um, I think everybody in our room at least understands that, and um, that's what we're trying to do is just learn and, and then move on. Obviously, at some point, you have to shut the book and get ready for the next week. Mac, I wanted to ask you specifically about that taunting call that came down on David Andrews that offset a foul um, against a Buffalo defender that you were in the middle of. Um, did you happen to talk to David after uh, the ref called the offsetting fouls? And what did you ultimately see in that situation from your center? Yeah, I mean, I think um, I really appreciate him having my back along with the offensive line. And um, at the end of the day, it's football. And, you know, we're all going to go out there and compete and all that. And um, it was just one of those plays. And I guess the refs made the call and kind of is what it is. But at the end of the day, we just got to go out there and, and execute the plays and try and do it between the whistles and all that. But um, I can't you know, thank them enough for having my back in every situation. So, About those taunting calls, um, it's, some, it's something that's had a lot of debate around it. We've certainly engaged in the debate in the media about how these taunting calls are coming down. Has that been any kind of discussion in the locker room, either from the coaches talking to you all about that or from more veteran players saying, you know, this is how they're calling it and how, you know, we have to compose ourselves on the field to prevent um, unnecessary penalties? Yeah, I think um, just, you know, with when they came out with the rule and stuff, we definitely – you know, visited it like we do with any rule and made sure that we understood it. And um, they are pretty strict on it. And, I mean, it kind of just is what it is. And we have to try and follow the rules. But sometimes it's just, you know, like I said, it's football and things happen. And it might not be as bad as what happened on the field or whatever. And, um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all there is to it. Does, does David Andrews get an extra Bitcoin for having your back yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> What you, you said something about Bitcoin. Yeah, does he get an extra Bitcoin for having your back? Yeah, I mean, I think all those guys, like I said, it's it was great that they you know, have my back and stuff, and we just have to 
we already talked about it and we know what we have to do moving forward in those type of situations. So we're all on the same page. So, so you faced a, a very feisty Buffalo Bills team yesterday, um, a, a, a team that's been together now for four years. Those guys, especially on defense, Mac, they do a lot of moving around before the snap. Was that probably the most complicated defense you guys have faced this year? I mean, I think they, like you said, they've been together for a while, and you know they kind of do what they do. I don't think they did anything that we weren't expecting or anything like that. But you know, at the end of the day, they're really good players over there, and they're well coached, and they have a lot of bank reps together. So we, you know, we definitely didn't do we didn't control what we could control in some areas, um, and I didn't do that very well. Just focus on what I could do um, on each play to have a positive play and. Sometimes it's more about just what you can do as an offense versus what you're going against. You just try and focus on, you know, focus on yourself. Speaking of that focus, uh, we just got the news or it just broke about the Jacksonville Jaguars having a pretty long list of players currently on the COVID list. Obviously, it's that time of year. We're all trying to see our family members in a safe way and celebrate the holiday season. And there are various illnesses going around. The Patriots have been hit by it a little bit. Is that a source of any anxiety or discussion in the locker room or amongst you guys about, you know, how we keep ourselves most available for these two games in the end of the season? Yeah, I think we've been talking about it and just listening to the older guys in our team, the leaders and, you know, coaches and medical staff, just we're trying our best to stay as safe as possible. And they've given us all the resources um, we need to do that. And I think it is just one of those things. I mean, you just have to try and be safe, but you got to also just live your life and understand, um, you know, what's at stake. Like you said, towards the end of the year, you want to make sure you're really safe just to make sure we don't have any of those extra, you know, positive tests. Talking to Mac Jones here on WEI. Mac, when was the last time you ran a designed option run? Um, I mean, I've, I've had them a few times in college and a lot in high school, so nothing nothing new there. <laughs> that, was, that was an impressive play. That was a, a really nice dialed-up call on fourth down. and um, So you had a few option runs they called for you back at, back at Alabama? Yes. They were more so in practice. We we didn't ever break them out in the games, but, <laughs> so, but we, we did a bit. <laughs> Chan- Channeling your Josh Allen yesterday, right? <laughs> What's it like? I, I don't know how much of the game you're watching when, when you're on the bench, but uh, I was pretty blown away by, by Josh Allen yesterday and some of the plays he was making. What's it like as a quarterback? What did you think of his performance yesterday? Um, yeah, I think, you know, for me, I try and just, focus on the offense and, you know, watching the last series or looking at the pictures and all that. But I think, you know, obviously he played a really good game and, you know, did a great job all game long. And, you know, they had the better day and they were the better team that day. And um, we kind of can't really look back on it now. Uh, We just have to, you know, keep moving forward. And we already watched the tape, so we're all, you know, ready to turn the page. Mac, this is kind of a tough question, but I have to ask it. Um, I noticed your girlfriend, Sophie, posted a photo on Instagram of you and your lovely dog and some pajamas that look like they were personalized off of your dog. Was that a surprise uh, Christmas gift? Did you know that was coming down the line? Yeah, my brother's um, wife, 
just got them for our whole family. So it was just a Christmas gift <laughs> and nothing more than that. <laughs> You're not wearing those around the facility? No, but they definitely were comfortable. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mac, uh, Nikhil Harry had a little bit of a tough game yesterday. Um, you know, he had a drop. And, and then, interestingly, you went right back to him on the next play. Unfortunately, it was an interception. I'm curious, uh, do you say anything to Nikhil after the game or anything about the drop, about you know your, your trust in him? And did you guys make it a point to go back to him on the next play to try to prove that maybe you do have some trust in him? Um, yeah, I think that type of stuff happens. I think when you look at the route and all that, he ran a great route, and he's made that catch a lot of times. And, you know, he dropped it. It's part of sports. And I just told him to play the next play. And, um, you know, we went back to him in that situation with who they had in the game and all that. So I don't think it was anything we did we want to do differently. It's just, you know, the guy tipped it and they made a good play. So Nikhil has been working hard, and um, I think he just has to continue to work hard. And he's been practicing really hard and doing all the things he can. So I don't think it's an effort issue, but um, he's definitely trying to get better just like all of us are. Uh, Mac, uh, Mago mentioned it before. You guys have the Jaguars growing up this week. You, of course, are from the great city of Jacksonville, a place where I once uh, spent some time. Uh, what was your level of Jaguars fandom while you were growing up? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm from Jacksonville and watched the Jags growing up and um, went to games and all that. But, I mean, I wouldn't say it was anything crazy. <laughs> Are you a David Garrard guy? Who who is your who are your favorite players from that era? Um, yeah, I mean, I just watched you know all football, and obviously being in Jacksonville, we'd watch the games on Sunday, and um, I mean, I watched everybody play um, all the way through, so it was whoever was out there, I was watching either way. All right, well, this is the quarterback question of the week. So, Mac, looking at the way that the last week went with Kendrick Bourne um, being out with that uh, illness on the COVID list, is there any conversation that you guys have engaged in with coaches about how you may tackle weeks coming up if players are unavailable in practice? Does that change anything the way that you approach you know, playing those players on game day and how they might be uh, put into plays in other schemes? Yeah, I think that's a great question for Josh and Chris Belichick. <laughs> Fair enough, um, the Josh question of the week. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You can ask Josh, but, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, those guys, if they're ready to play, I know they all want to play, and sometimes it's just out of your control, but that's definitely a coach coach question. All right, Mac, thanks for joining us today. Uh, good luck with your preparation this uh, Sunday against Jacksonville. I'm sure you know how much is at stake, so uh, good luck this week, and thanks for joining us today. Awesome. Thanks. See you. All right. Thanks, Mac.